0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The big two for tight ends has been Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. and That's about it. We have Mark Andrews at one against Cincinnati, and Travis Kelsey at two against Las Vegas. Two of the matchups that we've keyed in on to be big fantasy games. Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey are almost locks to get it done this week and to finish one and two respectively. Um, None of these other tight ends. We saw TJ Hawkinson do his thing. We have him ranked at six last week, but that's not going to be an every week thing. Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey are much more consistent and their ceilings are much higher. I like, I like both of them heading in as one and two respectively. Andrews and Kelsey. Dallas Goddard. We have at three and we had him at three last week too. And he he came through um, not, not, not in the way that we really wanted him to, but he did catch that touchdown. So Goddard was fine last week, and he should be good this week against Arizona. Um, you know, he'll be playing against his former mentor, Zach Ertz. You know, Zach Ertz will be playing against his former team, who we have ranked at four. Um, these are two good tight ends that I've been getting it done, regardless of game script, regardless of the opponent. You've been able to start these guys with confidence uh, three and four, and they round out really the guys are confident starting. One, two, three, four, Andrews, Kelsey, Goddard, and Ertz. These are the guys that you're confident starting. Outside of that, it's a bit of a crapshoot. It's been a bit of a crapshoot so far this season. So these guys are the ones uh, you can count on producing week in, week out. One, two, three, four. At five, we have Tyler Higby. And we've been a little bit reluctant to rank him uh, as high as we have him right now. We have him as a tight end five this week. Tyler Higby, you know, he's been getting hyper-targeted alongside Cooper Cup. It hasn't been the receivers outside of Cooper Cup that's been getting the targets. It's been Tyler Higby getting the targets. He hasn't been supremely efficient with these targets. Um, his production has been pretty modest, actually, in my opinion, given the volume that he's getting. But Tyler Higby, with the workload he's getting, until he's not getting it, it's hard to rank him as anything lower than tight end five. Um, he's had double-digit targets, I think, three out of four weeks, it might be two out of four weeks. But regardless, it's much higher than what we expected. Um, he's a focal point of the offense. And he's not necessarily getting things done on his own, but it's just the fact that he's getting the targets from Matthew Stafford. That's making him fantasy relevant. As long as he continues to do that, he'll be fine. And like I said, we have TJ Hawkinson at six. I'm not expecting a massive blow up game, especially against a better defense in new England. And they will and they'll be on the road, but um, he can, he still has the chops to get it done. You know, with Amonra St. Brown being out and Deandre Swift being out the two, two primary pass catchers in this offense, TJ Hawkins, they may finally have room to breathe, finally have room to get some target share going his way and he can produce uh, the talent. It's never been a question of talent. It's just been the usage. So we'll see how things go. If he can produce for a second straight week in a row, he might work himself in a conversation of every week fantasy starter. Um, You know, very safe starters. Like I talked about earlier between Andrews, Kelsey, Goddard and hurts Darren Waller. We have at seven, you know, he's been, the, the targets have been there and then they haven't. And then they've been there again. Uh, he He's playing very much. He's getting the same workload and playing very similar to what he was last season, which is inconsistent with a relatively high floor, but a relatively low ceiling. Um, he is like the definition of low end tight, tight end one. I, I I like him to produce to that level this week, if not better. I think this is a relatively conservative ranking, especially having Tyler Higby over him. Um I think he has the capability this week to finish in the top three, given his matchup against Kansas City. But I think we'll stick with him at seven, just because he has been a little bit inconsistent so far this season. Gerald Everett, we have at eight. We're kind of riding the momentum with him. You know, We've been waiting for Donald Parham to come back, but that hasn't happened just yet. We talked about him a little bit earlier. He did get that injury designation, but he should be fine. I'm locking him in as a low-end tight end one every week until things change. Justin Herbert likes to throw to him. That's clear, especially with Keenan Allen out. Once Keenan Allen comes back, we could see this ranking dip a little bit, but until then we have him as a tight end eight on the week. Uh, I think he could very easily meet that expectation. Pat Frymuth, we have at nine. Uh, We've seen him get the targets, but it's, it's just such a bad offense in Pittsburgh. You know, someone has to catch the passes if it's not going to be Deontay Johnson or George Pickens. Pat Frymuth, he has the upside. We've seen him get used in the way that he needs to be, to be a solid fantasy tight end. Um, the matchup against Buffalo isn't great. I think he might be a little bit high in these rankings. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, uh, I, I might consider putting a couple guys over him. David Njoku, I think, is an easy answer who we have at ten. I might flip flop them definitely right now. I, I would put David Njoku at ten, especially matched up against the Chargers. He's been getting it done. Um, and Jacoby Brissett, you know, he see if he's not targeting Amari Cooper, he's targeting David Njoku and vice versa. So if it's David Njoku's week, you know, he can win you your week. Otherwise, he's very boom bust. But um. That's kind of what you want at this point. If you don't have any of the top guys and your tight end positions open, you know, David Njoku's a guy, I don't have a problem starting, even with the risk of a low floor that he presents. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, we're going to try to go through these last few rankings pretty quickly. One notable name at 11, we have Kyle Pitts. Um, this happened, we ranked this obviously before Kyle Pitts was ruled out, but um, you don't have to worry about anybody stepping in and taking Kyle Pitts' spot um like i said him being out just makes your decision easy you don't have to worry about thinking oh is this going to be the week that kyle pitts finally shows up no he's out so you can actually take that mental strife off of yourself off your shoulders and go roll with somebody else that has upside this week you might be able even be able to stream a tight end and get more points than you would have with kyle pitts at this point the usage has just been very disappointing maybe he'll figure something out while he's out and come back and get some targets. But Kyle Pitts so far has been like the disappointment, I think, of the fantasy football season so far. At 12, we have George Kittle. 13, we have Tyler Conklin. 14, Dawson Knox. and 15, we have Logan Thomas. It's interesting seeing George Kittle this low, but even last week when he came back, he didn't get very many targets um, despite being on the field for most of the game for the San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo under center. Um, I know a couple stats that were being thrown around earlier were, you know, that George Kittle would thrive with Trey Lance, a quarterback, because Trey Lance hyper-targeted tight ends, but obviously Trey Lance is injured. Jimmy Garoppolo is a much different quarterback. Um, This is a conservative ranking for George Kittle, but I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of falls into this territory with a high-end tight end, too. Um, His production seems to be pretty limited, and Carolina's defense isn't that bad against tight ends. At At 16, 17, 18, we have Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst, and Will Disley. Will Disley has quietly been getting it done, too, in the red zone. He's been making his money there. Uh, Geno Smith has looked for him early and often in three out of four games. I think he has a touchdown from Geno Smith. So Will Disley, you know, showing why he can that he can actually contribute to the fantasy equation, even with DK McAfee and Tyler Lockett there. And again, this goes back to Geno Smith playing good football. So as long as Geno Smith is playing good football, you could even start Will Disley in a pinch at your tight end position. His ceiling isn't necessarily that of David Njoku or George Kittle, but he's a fine start this week against New Orleans. At 19-20, rounding out our top 20, we have Irv Smith and Robert Tunyon. We saw Irv Smith get it done a little bit last week, but the ceiling still hasn't been there. Um, he's looking more and more like just a low-end, tight-end, too, each week. And Robert Tunyon, you know, we said the targets are there. It just has to produce. He plays early on Sunday. It'll be interesting to see if he gets used more. That about does it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you for sticking with me, even with Faraz not here. You know, he'll be back next week. He's just dealing with work. Uh Good luck, guys, going to your matchups this weekend. Um, hopefully you guys win. Don't start Kyle Pitts. Remember, he's out. And, um, yeah, it, it makes your life very easy. So thanks, you guys, for listening. If you guys could, you know, like, subscribe to the podcast and just, you know, you know, leave a review, we'd really appreciate it. We appreciate you guys taking your time to come out, um, get on here and listen to us. So thanks again, and we will see you guys next week. Good luck on your fantasy football adventures this weekend. See ya.